back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Final segment before you hand it over to Ticket Weeknight Speed and Power will take you through. Harrison Arns back in the game. Good to see him back. We'll do his thing and he'll get to talk whether he's, you know, in his space. He, he had a busy weekend, so he's always got good stuff to talk about. Um, and then another shout out to the young ladies from, from Nebraska Bowling, finished third in the entire country. Uh, to the men from Huskers Gymnastics, uh, who finished fifth in the entire country. And I just want to say, listen, well done. That's incredible. Like, we, we can focus on the other stuff, but you get two programs that are doing exceptionally well and should be received credit for it. Of course, currently baseball stands at top of the Big Ten Conference. Baseball's top of the Big Ten Conference. Softball's number two, and they're one series away from being at the top of the Big Ten Conference. So if, let's pay attention. To, and, of course, I have a sneaky feeling that Nebraska track will have its best outdoor season in a long time. Just going to go up and put that out there, that that's going to be there. Jay Foreman, it has been a busy week in the NBA for the playoffs. I'll ask you, what's been the biggest story so far in the NBA playoffs for you? Oh, well, I mean, I would probably say, you know, Bron Brown and them Lakers going over to Memphis and teaching them young boys the lesson of, you know, the first, you know, the game of the playoffs. Uh, and then the injuries to the you know big star players, right? You got to think John Morant, um, Tyler Hero, um, even Kevin Durant looked a little gimpy. I don't know what he's got going on, but he definitely wasn't moving at the type of speed that I'm used to Kevin Durant seeing. And then you can't go without saying as Giannis, an MVP candidate. I mean, he took a hard fall, and that that did not look. First of all, it looked like it hurt, but you know, it, well, it did hurt, but it didn't. It, you know, look kind of scary. So you got to think. The just in the first, you know, games of, of these playoffs, three major stars are hurt and could be out for some significant time or hampered. And how does that affect teams moving forward? And, uh, you know, I was at a game last night with Phoenix, which was huge for the Clippers to come back and win, uh, considering they didn't have Paul George. The Heat kind of pounced on the, the Bucks because Giannis was out, Timberwolves got shellacked, and then the Lakers. So, um, it's going to be interesting how it moves forward. You know, it's like, you know, the first game, sometimes you can get caught off guard. Um, and we'll see who will adjust. You got a, a team like, you know, Philly, who they might end up sweeping the nets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you got the Kings against the Warriors. You got the young Lions that were able to make a push late in the game against the Warriors team that kind of, you know, thought, you know, I had a control of the game for a while. In the Kings hold court, and then maybe still one on Golden State. If Golden State gets it to 1-1, you got to think if they get home and, and get get up 3-1, it's over. And, it's, and that's considering that I'm sure Sacramento feels that they're just as talented. They deserve to win, but they don't have the experience. If they can show the, the wherewithal and the guts to win the night, um, it, it's going to be interesting to see what, you know how this stuff goes because um, – you know, some some teams, you know, the, the champions from the last year could, uh, you know, get, you know, you know, pounce out of the playoffs in the first round or uh, Golden State is getting healthy. Um, and once they get healthy, that, that championship pedigree and the depth of, of legitimate players and scores allow them to um, 
play longer and more consistent in, in series, and then they will close you out because they all can shoot free throws. Uh, they have multiple guys that can go off for 20-plus points. They have a bench that can, you know, that gets deeper and deeper as they get healthier and healthier. And they're starting to get, you know, their, 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 their big three, big four. They actually have two big threes. You know, they got the original big three with Draymond, Clay, and, and Steph. Then you got Wiggins, Poole. You can even throw Gary Payton Jr. in there. And then, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Humonga in there. So now you got two big threes, and there's not a lot of teams that have six guys that can really uh, play certain roles and be really, really good players in those roles. I'll ask you this, and I want to ask Austin that this as well. But who's the best team in 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 the East Conference right now, in your mind? Who do you think the most likely team to be in the Eastern Conference Finals? Man, um, you know, before it all started, I would say Milwaukee mm-hmm. uh, because they were starting to get healthy. Middleton coming back, I think Lopez, obviously, you know, being you know maybe the defensive player of the year. But I think the Celtics. I think the Celtics, the way they've played, you got two superstars uh, that have been more consistent, and they. I think they know how to play with each other. They're getting a little bit healthy, more healthy too, with Williams and starting to you know get their rebounding and, and being able to you know fast break a little bit. I'd probably say the Celtics um, right now, based on Giannis being hurt. Um, I don't think Philly has it, um, but wouldn't be surprised. But you know, since the, the injury to Giannis. And if it's anything more than a game or two, I'm going to go with with the Celtics. Austin, who who you got in the East? I like a lot of Jay's logic, and I think I end up with the same conclusion as him. Um, I'm what I'm seeing is that I think we get something very similar going on with Boston, like we did with UConn, where Boston came out of the gates really hot, like UConn did, hit a little bit of a midseason lull, refound their footing at the end of the year. Now they're in tournament time. They got a lot of pieces that are hard to match up with do things that not a lot of other teams do. Milwaukee with the honest though, has that, you know, championship pedigree. They've been there, done that. We'll see what the prognosis is for him. And I, I don't mind Philly. I mean, Embiid can be just as unstoppable as Giannis every given night. Harden's found a way to age gracefully back into a supporting role. So I like all three of those teams at times, but Boston's the only team in the NBA top five net rating offense and defense have to end up with them. I think in the West, I was watching the Nuggets, and I wanted to be bowled over. I wasn't. I wasn't. Memphis looked, huh? Meh. Meh. We don't know who's coming out of Sacramento and Golden State, and the same is true for Phoenix and the Clippers. Jay, who's your team in the West? No, I'm going with the Lakers, man. Yeah, I'm going with the Lakers. This is Lake Show. That's mm-hmm. how I'm rolling. I, I, yeah, it's with my heart, and I don't care either. <laughs> and Anthony Davis ain't playing like no chumps. I'm going with the Lakers. But I think this NBA playoff is exciting because it, there is there is not one team that if you pull pull ten people, they'd be like, yeah, we're we're here in the same team. You could say Phoenix if they if, if, if you know well you think Phoenix before the, the game last night. You can say the Clippers the last month of the season have been playing the best. Kawhi Leonard seems like he's stepping up, and they're going to get Paul George back. Um, and they might be the deepest team in the West, along with Golden State. Then you got Golden State. They're starting to get healthy. They know how to turn it on in the playoffs. Then you can say Denver. They've been the most consistent, but they have never been able to get out of like the first and second round. And then you can say the Lakers because they are starting to play well together. You know, the healthy bronze back AD is you know, you know, obviously you got you know. Got you know got some milk in his diet. He ain't so fragile, and 
you know, then you got Reed, um, then you got Rory, uh, Jamura, uh, Richard, uh, Richard Moore that they got from, uh, Washington in the trade. Then you're like, okay, I see what we're doing. So I think it's just going to be exciting. I think it's all about matchups. Who can get out of this first round and get the best matchup in the second round? And then once you get to the conference finals, it don't matter because it's four games. And, and uh, you don't care if you win all four games by one point. You just want to be double, or be, be victorious. Thank you, Jay. Austin, get us out of here. But tell me, who's your team in the West? I have been pulling for the Clippers for so long. I, I love the way they built that team up from really being the Lakers, like, 14th younger brother, even though they're the only second NBA team there. So I'm really pulling for the Clippers. Peak Phoenix is tough if Chris Paul stays healthy. uh, There's a lot of questions up top. I don't trust any of the top three seeds. So give me the clips. Give me clips. There are no wrong answers. That's literally the beauty behind it. Jay Foreman, well done. Strick, appreciate your brother. Austin, crushed it again. Speed power up next here. 937 The Ticket, then ticketfm.com.